with your three regular jackals from upstate New York, Matt, Pat, and Kyle. Oh, man. So, what, what a way to start off. It's <laughs> a great that's intro. How you start a podcast. A great intro for a great episode. We got a good one for you guys today. Oh, yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. All right. Who wants to get started? See, I've been going first for the past couple of days. For the past couple. Oh, you have actually. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. All right, Pat. I feel like whatever you have is again has to be built up to the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I'm, so a little bit. A my little blood bit. is already boiling. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be another one of those. <laughs> another one of those. Okay. All right, Maddie Matt. All right, so I'll, I'll Maddie keep... Matt from the <laughs> go. Dear <laughs> <laughs> mother. All right, Jesus so Christ. in the in the music industry of the dance variety, mostly I would say the big stuff going on right now is surrounding Swedish House Mafia. So Swedish House Mafia was a group of DJs. Uh, <clears throat> Axwell and Grasso and Steve Angelo, huge, huge group. They made. A, have you guys heard? Um, don't you worry, child. I've never heard I'm of. Sure you have. When we were hanging out. Maybe. You probably you've probably heard it. Um, they were they created that. They broke up in 2013 and went on a five year hiatus. Oh. Damn. Then in 2017, um, the group got on stage at Ultra Miami as a surprise guest. When they gave out the lineup of who was going to be on stage, they blurred out who was closing. <laughs> We're like, oh, that's that's always fun. <laughs> they they have that like every year. Like somebody's name is always blurred out. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, they had their name blurred out. They came on the stage. Crowd lost their actual goddamn mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> or maybe it was 2018 they came back. Was, I think it was 2018 they came to Ultra Miami. Um, but yeah, there are hints of them coming to, uh, Ibiza at the, as, as EDM.com describes, the Super Club, uh, Ushaya. <laughs> I will say, super. it is it is worth, they, they've probably earned the title Super Club. They're in, like, the top ten clubs in all of mm. the world. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and they also have, they're making a, uh, an orchestral version of their song, One. Um, okay that they're releasing, which hints at the fact that they are making new music and they're still working on their lineup for 
2019 of what's to come. Um, they did hint at Ushaya uh, on their Twitter. It was a flickering <coughs> text alternates between the words Swedish House Mafia and the club's name, as well as the date 2607-19. So July 26th is what we're looking at for them starting. Oh, boy. That sounds pretty exciting. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's very exciting for the dance community. Yeah, that this sounds is, pretty. This is a beloved group <laughs> that everybody holds yeah. near to their hearts. <laughs> yeah, when they that, broke that sounds up, pretty the world interesting. Was pissed. <laughs> 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 the world was pissed. Okay. The only thing I have to compare that to is the fact that Jopper Cowboy hasn't released anything in about five years. That's a, that's about where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. So I I understand. <laughs> it's about say, fucking time. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you something. I've never heard of this person that you speak of. So is this person like main-ish stream type deal? Or okay. They were... When it comes to deathcore, they're one of the bands that kind of pioneered the genre. Yeah. Um, with their with the Doom EP, they kind of put like that whole pig wheels thing. They kind of made it sound good. Like there there were many bands doing it, but it was one of the few bands that did it. And a lot of people really liked. Um, it's the thing is, is that they haven't released it. They dropped Sun Eater out of nowhere. No, they did no like marketing to like announce it. And then because they didn't really like make any like press about it, it kind of just it was released, and then nobody really gave a shit. Um, it was a beautiful fucking album though, so that's what pisses me off the most about that is that they released this beautiful album and then didn't really try to sell it that hard. Yeah. Um, but, but on the plus side, if you're a fan of their vocalists, the, what is it? Serpents. Um, um Oh does, my does God. Decide, it's like a multi collaboration with um, yeah. members of the black Dahlia murder and yeah, I, um, a couple oh of man. other death metal bands. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think about like literally I can see it. I can see it. And that's the it's like part. Serpents of Gnosis. <laughs> uh, or, or Gnostic Serpents, or something along those lines. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I'm i pretty hyped, because what we've heard so far, it was just a one-minute clip. A nice little teaser. See, this is what you're supposed to do for Sun Eater. Yeah. You put out a little teaser to get people hyped. <laughs> so like yeah, it sounds pretty tight. Little area, they're pretty mainstream. Oh, yeah. In death oh, yeah. metal terms, yeah. Yeah. But in, like, rock as a whole, eh. I mean, you can't really like because death metal is under the rock. Yeah, umbrella. that's what I'm asking. So like, yeah, I think it's safe to say like under the rock umbrella, like your mainstream artists would be like Slipknot, Metallica, Five Finger Death Punch events. Like, unfortunately, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, unfortunately, so ima imagine, imagine like. Five Finger Death Punch went on a, like, broke up for a five years and then just magically came back out of nowhere. <laughs> out of honestly, on see, that, honestly, that radio that silence. would be the equivalent of Swedish House Mafia. <laughs> honestly, like, if they broke up, I'm pretty sure most people would not be mad about it, and that's terrible to say. <laughs> Even their fans really aren't, like, yeah. super hardcore dedicated. They're, no. like, it's just one of many metal bands that they like. Yeah. Or at least, I don't know, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, that's just how I feel. I personally wouldn't care. <laughs> I mean, they make I mean, I, all right I don't know music, if I, I don't know if but... I, I mean, I'd probably be like, oh, well, that sucks, and then realize that we wouldn't be getting new music by them, but I wouldn't be like, ah! 
not like I was was you know I've got a Swedish house, house mafia no more. <laughs> I'd be really interested if they just kicked out their vocalists and then they just like hired on a mystery vocalist. Then I might pay attention. It'd be like, hey, you got a stupid face tattoo, go. <laughs> no, one of those SoundCloud rappers. You get up there and sing the five figure death punch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Right. I couldn't I couldn't find a article on this. But on EDM.com's Instagram, they posted a picture. I don't think I saved it and I'm mad at myself. Um, yeah, you should be. You should be. God damn. Oh, this coffee is kicking in pretty hardcore. <laughs> okay, so here it is. I'm getting sweaty. I'm getting sweaty. STD Diagnostic Center sees tenfold increase in patients after Coachella this year. Haven't seen an article on it yet. I'm waiting for one. I want to see one. <laughs> but apparently at Coachella, people are getting pretty busy getting busy. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Alright, like, alright. If the, if the tent is a rockin', don't come a knockin'. Roof after <laughs> one weekend. <laughs> Good job, Coachella. Good job. You fucking nailed it. Um, <laughs> but Nailed it, quite literally. Yeah. But, so, in the past, literally every single episode, a solid uh, two, right? We've been talking about Avicii just about every episode. Um, so here we go again. So, here we go. Uh, Avicii's official biography will be written by a guy named... That's a weird name. Uh, Mans Mos Moseson. Somebody get their mans. Avicii <laughs> got his mans. <laughs> I'm just gonna put this on screen so y'all can read this this name. This is the name right here. Define it how you will. I'm not gonna pronounce that anymore. So apparently he's gonna write it. Um, it should come out in 2020 with his official biography. Um, but apparently, shortly after the anniversary of his death, uh, Tim Bergling's parents i.e. Avicii's parents, um, announced the launch of an organization called the Tim Bergling Foundation that will support suicide prevention and mental health awareness initiatives, among other things. Uh, all of Avicii's music, AB's proceeds from the biography will be donated to the foundation. Mm. Um, in the meantime, the, rem the remainder of the final Avicii album, Tim, is due out sometime in 2019. The lead single, S.O.S., feature a la block, can be heard, and then it leaves a link. Um, mm. Which we so have. Official, we are getting music sometime this year. <laughs> <laughs> sometime. Sometime between now music. and December 31st. <laughs> I don't know if anybody can tell, but Matt's excited. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, to be fair, it, it's as if, like, Slipknot, if, like, fucking Corey Taylor died and then everybody noticed that they were still getting new music for the year. From I'd the be year. crying at this right cry. now. You'd be getting new music would... from them, like, final, like, here's little tidbits to leave you with. Bye. I would lose my <laughs> fucking mind. 
I'm okay. I'm sorry, but I really just pictured Corey Taylor just walking down the street. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see you doing that too. So I... since we're since we're on the Slipknot topic. Oh fuck, Slipknot again? Slipknot again, dude. <laughs> They're, Slipknot again. I'm telling you right now. We're gonna go I like ten ne- episodes straight of Avicii and Slipknot every podcast. <laughs> it's gonna be until they drop the album. Until oh, yeah. they drop it. But there's some drama. There's some drama going on in the Slipknot universe. So it let was me, it was overdue. Let me um let me pull this up here. So it's pretty much called Slipknot Manager claims Chris Fenn was hired gun, quote unquote hired gun, who is not the who is not an <laughs> quote unquote owner or shareholder in the band's business. Okay. Now now uh Chris Fenn's pending like I can't read against his own band Slipknot. Um he has now been pretty much kicked out of the band, dismissed out of the band. No, he's been kicked out for a few weeks now. Yeah. Yeah, he's been out for a while. Yeah, um, but Fenn, Fenn is suing for two counts of breach of... Vi- di- I can't fucking read. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Slipknot knowledge isn't the best. Chris was one of the percussionists, right? He was big nose. Yeah, yeah. he was big nose. Yeah. I knew, um, I knew he was big nose. Yeah. I didn't remember if he if he did like one of the percussion things or yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was. And then he was, he also, was like, a very in. He was also one of the backup vocals with Clown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was uh, in, uh, invaluable member. Like, really, it's not that his part can't be replaced, but yeah, it's making it sound like he had um, marketing. Um, like he was actually helping out with uh, merch sales. Yeah. And so that was why he was getting um, a, a percentage of the merch sales. But it seems to go back and forth. Yeah. So he's pretty much suing for vid curry. I believe that's how you say it, duty. Uh, one count of breach implied, in fact, contract. And one count of unjust enrichment. Now, there's a link for the lawsuit, uh, the filing of the lawsuit in this article. Um, Which would be what article? It would be, well, yeah. I just said the article. Slipknot manager claims Where? Chris. No, who's the? Like, who's oh, the uh, but on me- metal injection, my bad. Okay. Metal injection, my bad. I apologize. Um. We accept your apologies. Let's see. Uh, on April 22nd, uh, the Advit filed, I guess. Uh, th- this is what he said, apparently. Mr. Friend performed with Slipknot and received a fee, doing for, a fee for doing so. He is not a shareholder slash owner or, or member of any business entity. He names as a defendant in this action, Corey Taylor, Sean... Aka Clown uh, have been named Advid. Oh my God, Kyle does not do good with words right now. <laughs> well, you're trying to spout out a bunch of legal jargon. It's not. Some of those words are really fucking hard. Yeah, yeah. as the controlling owners of Slipknot. Okay, so pretty much it goes on to say like what what's been going on. Uh, his lawyer has. They have quotes of his 
uh, what with their lawyer pretty much saying that um, he was apparently he was helping and oh my god I'm trying to like He, he pretty much wants to be treated <laughs> he's saying that he's being treated unfairly that that's more or less what it is and um, I don't know um you know I, I could really see that being the case I mean imagine being in slipknot it's a nine-piece outfit all right yeah. You're, and and what does he do in the band he hits stuff with he hits a trash can right <laughs> or does he he's, does he walk around with one of the snares uh yeah He's he's one of those people, yeah. Same with now, same with clown. Now I know for a little while there was footage going back and forth of Marilyn Manson and Corey Taylor pranking each other when they were on tour. So yeah. it's not too out of the ordinary for me to expect that Corey Taylor does this shit to his bandmates. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they also said that the the album will be finalized in August. So All right, so we have a date. We have yeah, we, we have a month. We have a month. Okay, so that narrows it down from 365 days to 30 days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yay! Slipknot. Slipknot, Slipknot. <laughs> All right. So, that's pretty much what, what I found a little, you know, informational about the Slipknot band and what's been going on. So, what else do we got to talk about here? Do you want to know what Davi Vanity's real name is? (laughs) (laughs) Blood in the Davi. Oh, this ties in a little bit to what we discussed last week, and I'll explain why. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Okay, so Davi oh, Vanity is the singer the of the band Blood on the Dance Floor. You talk about the link you sent us, like yes, like sometime last. That's week. Okay. that's the man. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> read it because I was at work, but then <laughs> forgot about man. it. Man, I don't I don't consider pedophiles much of men. No, to me be either. honest with you. Um, now here's the thing. Last week we talked about someone being accused of being a monster. Yeah. Right now, I'm talking about an actual monster. An actual monster. Yeah. <laughs> an actual monster. Yeah. This guy. Now, a, this guy is not a fucking human being. No, no. Um, apparently, an alternative press just released. Um, well, I wouldn't say just. This was in the beginning of April. They uh, released an article saying that 21 women have come forward about being sexually assaulted by Dobby Vanity. 21. 21. And 16 of them were minors. Yep. Now, the thing is, is that anybody who has heard his name, knows who he is, has heard of the band, they are not unaware of this. This is nothing new. And that is why I think that to this day, why uh, Davi Vanity has gotten away with it for so long. Because, well... I don't think there's any excuse for it, but in 2007, no. when all this started, he was let off with a warning. Yeah. Yeah, he was let off with a warning. Yeah. Two thousand. That means this has been going on for over a decade. Twelve fucking years. Twelve fucking years people have known about this, and people still give him money. People still listen to his shitty music. Yeah. I'm not... And it's funny because if you read in the article, Pat, it shows like where he lives. He is literally he lives with his parents, okay, 
is he does now. Yeah, he does now. He does now. So he's because things are getting bad. So he's literally the guy. Don't go down in the basement. <laughs> like he's the he's the one. He's the type of guy that your parents say don't go in the basement. Like that's <laughs> literally, yeah. Now. You guys know me well enough to know that I am one of the most skeptical people when it comes to shit like this, especially you being accused of rape. I want to know all the facts, right? Yeah. Okay, so. Oh, man. You're not being skeptical about this one. You're just straight up like he did it. <laughs> I believe that he did it because oh, here's 100%, the thing. All right, dude. All right, I have friends that have gone and seen him live. Yeah, I'm not going to name them because yeah. I don't want to put them on blast. But they have gone to him and they have similar stories to what is in the article. And I don't want to read these stories. That's that's no, the, the, the stories wanna... are really fucked up. Last week I had fun with it because I knew it was bullshit. Yeah. This week I. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. What I think is ironic is that his first name is Jesus. His name is Jesus David Torres. Why didn't they just? Why, why couldn't his last name just be Goliath? That would have just made it all the better. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> but like the stuff that you read in the article, like the the crazy stories and like the like practically just forcing himself. First, like. Like, this is the, the one thing that I don't understand. This one quote, I think it was like, it was like, uh, this one girl that was like 14, um, he invited her to his house. And so his, her mom was like, okay, fine. Brought her over and then convinced the mom to sleep over with like a grown ass man with your 14 year old girl. Now, that really <laughs> irritates the shit out of me. It's like, who who does that? You don't know this man, for one. One, you don't know this man because she didn't know who he was. So and she wasn't – the mom wasn't a fan. It was the – No, the, it was just the daughter. Okay. And it's just I know it seems crazy, but he does have adult fans. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, what kind of – I don't mean to, like, go off, but, like, what kind of fucking mother are you? Like, it's a grown-ass man that you have no idea who it is. And second, he's, a gr like, a grown-ass adult, and you are giving him a child. Meanwhile, that that kid probably knows, oh, hey, like, he, she's probably seen the article. Every Blood on the Dance Floor person, fan, quote-unquote fan, has seen the allegations and seeing all this stuff. It's like, like, it's not going to happen to you. Like, I, I don't No, I think a lot of these fans are in denial. They don't think that it happens. They think that, you know, people are just, they, they're hating on him because of his look. And now look, whatever. I'm the first person to come right and say, like, do your thing. Like, yeah, your, your, your image thing is helping you sell what you do. So I respect that. I'm not here to make fun of the way he looks. He was a fucking yeah, hairstylist no. before he was in a band. Like, I, I respect with, that. Yeah, it's the same thing with um, the Black Veil Brides. Like, they looked... Honestly, like, I yeah. I can get past the look. It's just the music yeah. itself. I don't really care yeah, for Yeah, but you, you know what um, I'm saying. It's, it's pretty much right. like kind of the same thing. 
Right. And and I was a big fan of Motionless and White. So I'll go as far and side note, they just dropped their music video today. It's pretty cool. So yeah, if you want to go cool. I'll plug that in really quick. Go check it out. Um but you know, it's it's just crazy to me that like shit like this has gone on for so fucking long. Meanwhile, we have William Control, whose career, his life was yeah. ripped apart by these accusations. But this guy, we've known for over twelve years, yeah, and we're just letting it slide because we just think, oh, we'll brush it under the rug. He's a piece of shit. He's a little cockroach. He'll die off eventually. No. 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 You have to. What are you doing? (laughs) You literally have to. Like, if. Oh my God, dude. It's like. If Pete. It doesn't make any sense. Like. Now, the main. The main. Um. Reason that I jumped on as a believer in these stories is because Ash Costello of New Year's Day came out and actually spoke out against this. Yeah. I don't think a musician of her uh, caliber, I guess, um, with the amount of respect that she has for her fan base, would take a chance making up a bullshit story like this. I, yeah. Just don't, yeah. I don't believe it. I don't. Her her following is very, very close, very tight-knit. She hangs yeah. out personally with a lot of her fans. And so I don't think she needs to take a leap like that. She just doesn't come off like that to me. No. Yeah. And I, I, for her to I come agree. out and say... For her to come out and say, me too, I was a victim too, like, that speaks, that speaks in, like, that says a lot about what's going on here, about what's being said. (sighs) Obviously, what I'm going to say to the listeners is, hey, read the articles if you want to get any kind of information about it. There's more than one. There's, there's, (laughs) there's There's many. (laughs) Alternative press is the one that we're looking at right now. Um, but everyone has pretty much made an article about it. Metal sucks specifically. Um, let's see. They came forward with a separate piece and Huffington Post fucking made a, an article yeah. about it. Huffington Post is not even a music. Like they, they talk about music, but they're not usually music. Yeah. Music. They're not it's really news. Yeah. There's a lot of people coming out and talking about this. It's just this it's, shit needs to stop. It literally needs to be taken care of. Like, it's I I hate like doing that, but it's like come on, like open your fucking eyes. It's not hard to see. Like, <laughs> it's not hard. It's literally right in front of you. But yet well, you have just, a guy like William that has to literally prove his innocence. And this guy's like, I guarantee you, if he was ever in court, he'd be like, yeah, I did it. All right, fine. You can go right ahead. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Honestly, throw him into the same jail cell as 6ix9ine and let, every, <laughs> let all of the worst criminals take turns raping, their, raping the shit out of them because they fucking deserve it. Yeah. No, I, I do. Rape is, like, one of the, like, worst things in my eyes as far as, like, criminal actions. I really think that it it is a lot of times worse than murder I, I would, because it has... I would rather see my mother murdered than raped. Out of all, out of all seriousness, I'd rather see her yeah. murdered than raped. Exactly. Like, it's... Mm. Like, the thing that, like... 
like the underage just boils me so much. It's like just leave. I talked about this in the last in the last week's podcast, but it's like don't leave the kids and leave the underage generation the fuck alone. If you're a grown ass man, there are <laughs> like plenty of fish in the sea <laughs> that are there you really know are. it's not of age. <laughs> of age. Now, it's really it, it not falls, hard. It falls in line almost with the Michael Jackson story, and I don't know They're if they're still coming seen, out with st- with accusations. They, they uh, just released a uh, a whole documentary about it. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, I know. It is going. To, it is going to fuck with your brain. I only watched half of it, and it. it I already can't listen to his music anymore. It's. It's already ruined for me. Like I just can't. Like I understand. Like, and then you have like like okay. Michael Jackson passed away. Oh my God! How long has it been? It's got to be at least 10 years. Seventh grade when he died. Holy <laughs> shit, I'm getting old. <laughs> Holy he shit. He died a long time ago, dude. I, Holy yeah, I was, shit. Fuck, dude. I was like 12, I think, when he passed away. I'm now 19. <laughs> so oh, he, my God. It's almost been about a decade since he passed. 2009. But, but it's like, now you 2009. come out. It's been 10 he, years. Yeah. Oh, so that was, yeah, that was about, that was about 12. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 10 or 12. Yeah. And it's about, like... I don't understand why people like now want to come out and say, "Hey, instead of him being alive, like, I, like I understand, like, I, it's a hard situation with Michael Jackson. It's like, it's like, it's oh a my god, one because he was considered the king of pop. Yeah, you know, and it's to like, take someone of his stat, he, you know, in, in the music world, Michael Jackson is considered legendary. Yeah. He's one of the fucking legends within the music industry, no matter what genre we're talking about, easily one of the yeah. top ten. It's like um, one of it's like someone coming out and saying like uh Kurt Cobain did something like that. Yeah. It's like, dude, how you didn't do it when he was alive? Like like at this point, Michael Jackson can't even defend himself, obviously. It's just his no, family. No, no, here here's the thing, all right. Now when you watch the documentary, they talk about things like how all of this was allowed to happen. A lot of the, um, a lot of the uh, managers that worked directly with Michael Jackson, they kind of turned a blind eye to shit like this. Yeah. And there were times where Michael Jackson had people come in and stay with him for, yeah. they would start off as, Oh, we just, he wants to spend time with your son. He's the biggest pop star in the eighties. Of yeah. course, please hang out with my son. That would be great. And then slowly they'd start phasing out the parents. So yeah. it's just him and Michael for a while. And then when any kind of uh, accusations came forward or a story about, you know, he touched me, that's when the money came rolling out. It's like, yeah. well, let's give you about $2 million. You'll settle, right? Mm-hmm. $2 million. We're talking. And he would purposely target people that needed money. So he knew that he could win. And it's just, it's sad to see it go that way. But Yeah, it really is. What's worse to me than the monsters themselves is the people that sit behind him, manage him, and let not only let this shit slide, oh, yeah. but defend him. Mm-hmm. Def- this is this is exactly what's wrong with the music industry, or I should say at least was. I haven't seen anything quite like the Michael Jackson case happen in a long time. No, not 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 for a while. No, but that's completely different from. The rip blood on the dance floor. I, I don't even care about his name. I really don't care. He's just a scum to me. 
That, that's just completely just different. ironic. Just ironic to me that yeah. his name is Jesus. Yeah, it's it's so like I don't understand. It's like leave fucking kids alone. It's not hard. Yeah. Like that 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 type of shit just destroys people. Like it demoralizes them. Like I said, it just fucking destroys children. Just like. I don't know. I, I just don't like talking about this type of stuff because it just boils me. It's just, just leave the kids alone. They have a life. Just drop them off at McDonald's in a play place. Let them do their thing. Leave them like, there. <laughs> like, like, let them enjoy life until it hits them in the face. Like, but it's not, like, I, I shouldn't say that. It's like, let them experience childhood and let them enjoy childhood instead of just destroying it in the matter of however long you decide to, like, not stop. You know, it's it's interesting to me that there's a lot of, um, there, there seems to be a lot of headway or at least a lot of people trying to move pedophilia in a direction where it's a, a kind of a little bit more accepted. You know, you have, like, the child yeah. sex dolls and everything like that, and it's, like no, no, we can't and be condoning this kind of behavior. We can't yeah, be allowing no. it to happen. But we need to also recognize the psychological aspects that lead into this type of behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, when you have like what happened with Michael Jackson, where he was worked very, very much at a young age. Yeah. He didn't really have a childhood, and so no. a lot of times when things like that happen, they tend to grow up and like. They think back to like childhood as something that they lost, something they never had, or something to that effect, and so they feel like they have to make up for lost time. Yeah, yeah. And these are the people that wind up being pedophiles. But I do I think that we should get yeah. away from this topic at some point because I don't imagine our listeners want to keep hearing us talk about probably not. <laughs> pedophilia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, I tried to keep this one brief, but something that I thought was really heartwarming. Um, within the rock yes. industry. Please. Um, <laughs> Please heal my wounds. You, you guys know that I'm a huge, huge Disturbed fan. I know you guys, yeah. mm-hmm. really, you guys could be mad about him, but you guys know I'm a huge fan. And uh, recently at one of their shows, um, I can't remember where they were, um, Dan Donegan, their guitarist, found uh, a couple who came to the show um, and they had a picture of their baby and his little baby clothes. They're like little onesies. Yeah. Um, told David about it, the singer. And I don't know like what part through the show that they stopped, mm-hmm. but they're like, all right, this is something that I feel we need to kind of talk about. And, you know, he looks at Danny's he's like, hey, where did you see them? Points, walks up. And the, uh, the three that came, it wasn't two, it was three. The three that came, um, I'm assuming one of them, the other, the other female, was just a friend of the mother. Um, but they lost their kid two days after he was born. Um, and, Dude. Yeah. There's a reason I say it's heartwarming. Um, but uh, their their songs, uh, memories, and hold on to memories, and what was the other one? Da, 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 da. Fuck me! It's off their new album. 
evolution. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, oh, a reason to fight. That's what it was. A reason to fight. Um, oh, we are help. all so professional. We are. So, uh, those two songs helped them get through that time period. Disturbed brought them on stage. Had a load of fun with it. Um, so, I thought that was pretty cool. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah that that is is, beautiful. that's very beautiful. So... Not obviously the the tragic shit that happened, but seriously, yeah, like obviously, that, yeah, obviously the tragedy of losing your yeah. kid two days. After I was like, as soon as as soon as you were like, this is a heartwarming story. Yeah, their kid died two days. After. I was like, oh my god, that's not fucking heartwarming. <laughs> like the only thing more like saddening and depressing than us talking about pedophiles is the thought of babies in coffins. That yeah, is just yeah, so yeah. Sad. I was like, oh my god, that is just so sad. <laughs> Like, holy god. fuck, Matt. Oh my god. I don't know what you think of heartwarming things are, but that ain't it. Oh, shit. <laughs> what kind of sick motherfucker you, you give me the opportunity to touch Death's hand, and it made me a really dark person, because now I'm supposed to be his apprentice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, I love the making of coffins in the morning. <laughs> I want the fuck. You guys want to know what my morning routine is? I have to get up and then I have to go collect souls in in within my town, and uh, then it'll, then it'll eventually go internationally, and I'll take over Death's job. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I can't wait for a wartime. See you'll... Great. <laughs> You're gonna be Death. I'm gonna have a sex cult. Kyle, what are you gonna be up to? I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll both be coming for you soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's gonna fuck the shit out of you, and then when you're dead after so much alcohol, I'm then going to come and collect your soul. Hand it up to the big man upstairs and be like, "Do what you will." Oh, I'm not going upstairs, boy. Ain't going upstairs. Middle first to then decide. All right, do what you will. Up, down, left, right, fucking. Let him stay here as a broken soul. I do not care. A billion more souls I have to collect. <laughs> what are you going to do? And not all of them are on Earth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. By the way, not oh. all of them are human beings. So, yeah, I'll be back. Not all of them are on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to hop around the universe. Yep. Dude, oh, so... God. So I heard on another podcast recently that the uh, guitarist for Periphery, Kyle, you know who Periphery is, right? I believe so. Okay. You really need to check them out if you like metalcore. They're probably one of the most talented bands in metalcore right now. Metalcore. One of my favorites. Metalcore. Um, So for those of you that don't know, they just released Hail Stan, which I think is fucking hilarious. (laughs) Um... (laughs) They're, it's I think it's their fifth album, their fifth full-length album, which by full-length I mean it's over an hour long. Um, Holy shit! Guys, they have one song that's like 20-something minutes long. They're, and I'm not kidding, like they're, yeah, they take for gra- album? Like an hour? I'm going to find this out really quick. Hold on. Well, if, it, if one of the songs is 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like the first song is like 20-something minutes long. Oh my god. <laughs> Doing some on the on the on the job research right here. It's like uh, 
it's like that one If It Annihilator song that was like eight or nine or no, it was like sixteen minutes. Well, with If It Annihilator, you got to keep in mind that most grindcore songs hmm. are like two minutes long. Yeah, I know. If that, I know. You can listen to their entire EP in fifteen minutes. Yeah, doesn't you, you can you. It, and this is why a lot of those fans want more bands like them because yeah. they can't seem to release content that isn't. No, no, I can't write Hail Sam without trying to write Hail Satan. Uh. <laughs> well, I have something for you, Pat, that I think you're gonna love. Uh, in, in okay, okay, I misspoke. <laughs> it was sixteen. It was sixteen minutes long that first song. Okay. But it's an hour and three minutes long, the whole album. Holy fuck. Now, what I was trying to get at when I started talking about Periphery is that they think they've already peaked. They've okay. come out and publicly said they don't think that their career is going to get any better than where it is now. Oh, okay. So did Slipknot in 1998. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh. Oh, oh. Look wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Man. Wow. They said the same shit two decades I mean, later. You're not, look where they're sitting now. <laughs> you're not wrong, but, well, you didn't have to say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Kyle. Some people don't like Slipknot. Some people aren't. <laughs> Not Whoa. everybody can be like Whoa, me. Whoa, Kyle. Whoa, Kyle. Calm down. <laughs> I love on, it. Kyle. You didn't have Kyle. to Hold say on. it. I got you. Oh, no. Here you go. Calm down. Have a beer. I, I got a wine cooler in my bedroom now. You know what's, you know what's terrible? You have a beer I, in front of was... you, don't you? Shut your mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. You do. <laughs> I forgot to, I forgot to drink it last night. <laughs> no. No. So what is it piss warm? <laughs> no. So, this is where Kyle's alcoholic journey starts very fast. <laughs> journey will start as death and what the fuck did you say you were going to be end up being Pat? Uh, a sex I'm cult? Be leader of a sex, sex cult. cult. Right, so our journeys will start yeah. shortly. Uh, Kyle's the first to go. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what's going to happen. You're going to show up to dispose of the soul, and I'm already going to be six deep. <laughs> with a crowd of people in black cloaks just standing there with their little their little candles <laughs> watching me go and I'm just gonna be sitting there floating above you going ah you fucking idiot and I'm just gonna look up at you just like this you ready? <laughs> no. And I'm just going to be like, really? I've seen so much worse. That's your creepy face. Come on now. All right. I got fucking a billion more souls to collect. I'll be back. <laughs> you finish. I'll be back. I love you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. hand when I need him. <laughs> yeah, I could really use a killer hand job right now. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck oh off. Oh my god. <laughs>
<laughs> it's to die for. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just go play in traffic. Oh. Oh, that I is that is like. Kill for that for that hand job. <laughs> I thought so, you were gonna say I would kill to see Kyle get hit by a car. <laughs> I was like, wow. Not everyone is as suicidal as you, Kyle. <laughs> but I think you unintentionally killed Matt. <laughs> I guess I'm next. <laughs> oh, oh my fucking right. god. So I literally just found this while grazing through Loudwire. The Satanic Temple has officially been recognized as a religion by oh, the fuck. U.S. <laughs> oh, fuck. You don't know what you just opened up, man. You don't know what you just opened up. I can't wait. Oh, my God. All right. So this is what the article reads. Don't be surprised if you start seeing Satanic Temple events around the United States. as It has now officially been recognized as a religion by the government. The church posted a statement sharing the news on their website. In quotations, we are now pleased to announce for the very first time in history a satanic organization has been recognized by the United States federal government as being a church. The satanic temple recently received notes from the IRS affirming our status. This acknowledgement will help make sure the satanic temple has the same access to public spaces as other religious organizations, affirming our standing in court when battling religious discrimination, and enabling us to apply for faith-based government grants. Now, I just have to say, it's about fucking time. <laughs> And our weekly interruption <laughs> brought to you by Pat's phone. <laughs> All you heard was the buzz, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Because if it was you heard fucking loud. Because <laughs> for a second there, I thought it actually played outside of my speaker, and it goes. This is the sound of a thousand clapping asses. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, job is my ringtone. Don't fucking judge. All right. Mine's Chelsea Grin. So. Damnation. Oh, that's... All right. So I, I used to love the interruptions of your phone going off in the middle of Walmart. <laughs> while we're all just sitting there counting. Oh, yeah. I used to love that shit. My, my, my favorite was the one time that me and Pat uh me and Pat got in a hotel we got our hotel room together and fucking he's like, here's my ringtone. I said, okay, cool. First time it goes off, I'm just like, whatever, don't care. Hits the snooze button. Oh! <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Bro, I shit fucking bricks when it went off the second time. <laughs> when we, when me and Pat were roommates, that really didn't bother any of us. We just kind of just looked at each other. Well, I, just like... I didn't know that he hit the snooze button. Like, I knew that was his ringtone for the first time, so when I woke up, I was like, whatever, I don't care. I didn't fucking get to me at all. I didn't know we hit the snooze button. I thought he was just getting up and getting his shit done and I was going to be in bed for the next fucking five minutes. Like you used to do. You used to wait till right. the last minute to style your hair before you went out the door. Exactly. <laughs> now, now, also, I also had numb by Lincoln, Lincoln Park and I remember every time like it would go off in Walmart, all of us, not not just us three were singing. Like literally, all of our coworkers were singing it. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. One of these days right. we need to sit down. Oh. One of these days we need to sit down on the podcast. Stories from Regis. Oh. <laughs> I, Future. I wonder if our. 
All right. If any of the listeners are hearing this and they actually want to hear the story, because I'm not going to do it unless you actually come out and tell us. That you I want really want to do it, though. <laughs> I think this would be a good podcast episode. So, guys, just so we're a good little side stories kind of deal. Regis was a company that the three of us used to work for. It's where all it's where the three of us met. Uh, they do inventory for some of the biggest companies in the world: Walmart, Home Depot. Target. Um, Target, Sears. Used to be Toys R Us. Um, yeah, I mean, fucking yeah. anywhere from, like, a mom-and-pop shop to fucking the biggest brands, Again, like, yeah. brand stores so, like, in the world. Yeah, um, it's... Uh, yeah. Us, and specifically, we used to do, from February to October, we would do nothing but Walmarts three times a week. And we'd do the whole three to store four. in one day. Yeah, three to four. You can imagine the bullshit that went down while we were there. Oh, by the way, we also had to go to a hotel room... Just about every week, for about three nights. That's specifically that because we were part of the travel team. Yeah, we, we were great. part of the travel team. We we right. went to New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania a couple times. Pennsylvania, um, uh, Virginia. I went to Vermont on one occasion. Yeah, Vermont. Like I've been from, to Vermont. Ten minutes from the fucking U.S. Canada border. <laughs> yep. Yo, that was that was a. Side note, they just dropped their music video today. It's pretty cool. So yeah, if you want to go, pull, I'll plug that in really quick. Go check it out. Um, but, you know, it's it's just crazy to me that, like, shit like this has gone on for so fucking long. Meanwhile, we have William Control, whose career, his life, was yeah. ripped apart by these accusations. But this guy, we've known for over 12 years. Yeah. And we're just letting it slide. Because we just think, oh, we'll brush it under the rug. He's a piece of shit. He's a little cockroach. He'll die off eventually. No. 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 You have to. What are you doing? (laughs) You literally have to. Like, if. Oh, my God, dude. It's like. If Pete. It doesn't make any sense. Like. Now, the main. The main. um, Reason that I jumped on as a believer in these stories is because Ash Costello of New Year's Day came out and actually spoke out against this. Yeah. I don't think a musician of her uh, caliber, I guess, um, with the amount of respect that she has for her fan base, would take a chance making up a bullshit story like this. I yeah. Don't, I don't believe it. I don't. Her, her following is very, very close, very tight-knit. She hangs yeah. out personally with a lot of her fans. And so I don't think she needs to take a leap like that. She just doesn't come off like that to me. No. Yeah. And I, I, for her to I come agree. out and say, for her to come out and say, me too, I was a victim too. Like that yeah, speaks, that speaks yeah. in number. Like that says a lot about what's going on here, about what's being said. <sighs> Obviously what I'm going to say to the listeners is, Hey, Read the articles if you want to get any kind of information about it. There's more than one. There's there's there's, <laughs> there's many. <laughs> Alternative press is the one that we're looking at right now. Um, but everyone has pretty much made an article about it. Metal sucks specifically. Um, let's see. They came forward with a separate piece, and Huffington Post fucking made a an article yeah. about it. Huffington Post is not even a music, like they they talk about music, but they're not usually music. Yeah, music. they're not they're really news. Yeah, there's a lot of people coming out and talking about this. It's just this it's, shit needs to stop. It literally needs to be taken care of. 
like it's I I hate like doing that but it's like come on like open your fucking eyes it's not hard to see like <laughs> it's not hard it's literally right in front of you but yet well, you have just... a guy like William that has to literally prove his innocence and this guy's like I guarantee you if he was ever in court, he'd be like, yeah, I did it. All right, fine. You can go right ahead. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Honestly, throw him into the same jail cell as 6ix9ine and let every <laughs> – let all of the worst criminals take turns raping their – raping the shit out of them because they fucking deserve it. Yeah. No, I, they do. Rape is, like, one of the, like, worst things in my eyes as far as, like – criminal actions i really think that it it is a lot of times worse than murder I, I would, because it has i would rather see my mother murdered than raped out of all, out of all seriousness i'd rather see her yeah than raped. exactly like it's mm. like the thing that like like the underage just boils me so much it's like just leave i talked about this in the last in the last week's podcast, but it's like, don't leave the kids and leave the underage generation the fuck alone. If you're a grown ass man, there are <laughs> like plenty of fish in the sea that are, there you really know, are. it's not of age. <laughs> of age. Now, it's really it, it not falls, hard. It falls in line almost with the Michael Jackson story. And I don't know They're if I've seen. They're still coming out with st- with accusations. They, they uh, just released a uh, a whole documentary about it. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, I know. It is going. To, it is going to fuck with your brain. I only watched half of it, and it. it I already can't listen to his music anymore. It's. It's already ruined for me. Like, I just can't. Like I understand. Like. And then you have, like, like okay, Michael Jackson passed away, oh, my God, how long has it been? I was in it's got to be at least 10 years. Seventh grade when he died. Holy <laughs> shit, I'm getting old. Holy <laughs> he shit. He died a long time ago, dude. Holy I, yeah, I was, shit. Fuck, dude, I was, like, 12, I think, when he passed away. I'm now 19. <laughs> so oh, he, my God. It's, it's almost been about a decade since he passed. 2009. But, but it's, like, now you 2009. Come out it's been 10 years. Came, yeah. So that was, yeah, that was about... I was about yeah, 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 ten or twelve, yeah. And it's about like I don't understand why people like now want to come out and say, "Hey, instead of him being alive, like, I like I understand, like, I it's a hard situation with Michael Jackson. It's like, it's like, it's oh a my god, one because he was considered the king of pop. Yeah, you know, and it's like take someone of his stat, you know, in in the music world, Michael Jackson is considered legendary yeah he's one of the fucking legends within the music industry no matter what genre we're talking about easily one of the top 10 it's like Um, one of it's like someone coming out and saying like uh kurt cobain did something like that yeah it's like dude how you didn't do it when he was alive like like at this point michael jackson can't even defend himself obviously it's just his family no, no here here's the thing all right now when you watch the documentary they talk about things like how all of this was allowed to happen a lot of the um a lot of the uh managers that worked directly with michael jackson they kind of turned a blind eye to shit like this yeah and there were times where 
Michael Jackson had people come in and stay with him for yeah. they would start off as oh we just he wants to spend time with your son he's the biggest pop star in the 80s of yeah. course please hang out with my son that would be great and then slowly they'd start phasing out the parents so yeah. it's just him and Michael for a while and then when any kind of uh, accusations came forward or a story about you know he touched me that's when the money came rolling out. It's like, yeah. well, let's give you about $2 million. You'll settle, right? Mm-hmm. $2 million. We're talking. And he would purposely target people that needed money. So he knew that he could win. And it's just, it's sad to see it go that way. But Yeah, it really is. What's worse to me than the monsters themselves is the people that sit behind him, manage him, and let not only let this shit slide, oh, yeah. but defend him. Mm-hmm. Def- this is this is exactly what's wrong with the music industry, or I should say, at least was. I haven't seen anything quite like the Michael Jackson case happen in a long time. No, not 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 for a while. No, but that's completely different from the Rip Blood on the Dance Floor. I I don't even care about his name. I really don't care. He's just a scum to me. That, that's just completely just different. ironic. Just ironic to me that yeah. his name is Jesus. Yeah, it's. It's so, like, I don't understand. It's like, leave fucking kids alone. It's not hard. Yeah. Like, that, that, that type of shit just destroys people. Like, it demoralizes them, like I said. It just fucking destroys children. Just like, I don't know. I, I just don't like talking about this type of stuff because it just boils me. It's just, just leave the kids alone. They have a life. Just drop them off at McDonald's in a play place. Let them do their thing. Leave them like, there. Like, <laughs> like, let them enjoy life until it hits them in the face. Like, but it's not, like, I, I shouldn't say that. It's like, let them experience childhood and let them enjoy childhood instead of just destroying it in the matter of however long you decide to like not stop. You know, it's, it's interesting to me that there's a lot of, um, there, there seems to be a lot of headway or at least a lot of people trying to move pedophilia in a direction where it's kind of a little bit more accepted. You know, you have like the child sex dolls and everything like that. And it's, like no no we can't be condoning this kind of behavior we can't be allowing it to happen but we need to also recognize the psychological aspects that lead into this type of behavior Mm -hmm. when when you have like what happened with michael jackson where he was worked very very much at a young age he didn't really have a childhood and so a lot of times when things like that happen they tend to grow up and like to think back to like childhood as something that they lost, something they never had, or something to that effect, and so they feel like they have to make up for lost time. Yeah, yeah. And these are the people that wind up being pedophiles. But I do I think that we should get yeah. away from this topic at some point because I don't imagine our listeners want to keep hearing us talk about probably not. <laughs> <pedophilia>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, I tried to keep this one brief, but something that I thought was really heartwarming. Um, within the rock yes, industry. Please. Um, <laughs> please heal my wounds. You, you guys know that I'm a huge, huge Disturbed fan. I know you guys yeah. mm-hmm. really, you guys could be mad about him, but you guys know I'm a huge fan. And uh, 
recently at one of their shows, um, I can't remember where they were, um, Dan Donegan, their guitarist, found uh, a couple who came to the show, um, and they had a picture of their baby and his little baby clothes. They're like little onesies. Yeah. Um, told David about it, the singer, and I don't know like what part through the show that they stopped, but they're like, all right, this is something that I feel we need to kind of talk about. And you know, he looks at Dan, he's like, hey, where did you see them? Points, walks up, and the, uh, the three that came, it wasn't two, it was three, the three that came, um, I'm assuming one of them, the other, the other female was just a friend of the mother, um, but they lost their kid two days after he was born. Um, and, Dude. Yeah. There's a reason I say it's heartwarming. Um, but uh, their songs, uh, Memories and Hold On To Memories and what was the other one? La -da 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 -da. Fuck me. It's off their new album. <laughs> Evolution. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, oh, A Reason to Fight. That's what it was. A Reason to Fight. Um, oh, no, we are no. all so professional. We are. So, uh, those two songs helped them get through that time period. Disturbed brought them on stage. Had a load of fun with it. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah that that is beautiful. Is, that's very beautiful. So, not obviously the the tragic shit that happened, but seriously, yeah, like obviously, that, yeah, obviously the tragedy of losing your yeah. kid two days. After I was like, as soon as as soon as you were like, this is a heartwarming story. Yeah, their kid died two days. After. I was like, oh my god, that's not fucking heartwarming. <laughs> like the only thing more like saddening and depressing than us talking about pedophiles is the thought of babies in coffins. That yeah, is just yeah, so yeah. Sad. I was like, oh my god, that is just so sad. <laughs> like holy god. fuck, Matt! <laughs> oh my god! I don't know what you think of heartwarming things are, but that ain't it. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> what kind of sick oh, Give me the opportunity to touch Death's hand, and it made me a really dark person because now I'm supposed to be his apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, I love the making of coffins in the morning. <laughs> I, what the fuck? What the fuck? You guys want to know what my morning routine is? I have to get up and then I have to go collect souls in, in within my town and uh, then, it'll, then it'll eventually go internationally and I'll take over Death's job. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I can't wait for a wartime. See you. Great. <laughs> You're going to be deaf. I'm going to have a sex cult. Kyle, what are you going to be up to? I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll both be coming for you soon. Yeah. 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 He's going to yeah. fuck the shit out of you, and then when you're dead after so much alcohol, I'm then going to come and collect your soul. <laughs> oh, bag, God. Hand it up to the big man upstairs and be like, do what you will. Oh, I'm not going upstairs, boy. <laughs> I ain't going upstairs. All right, I'm going to the middle first to then decide, all right, do what you will. Up, down, left, right, fucking let him stay here as a broken soul. I do not care. A billion more souls I have to collect. <laughs> what are you going to do? And not all of them are on Earth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. By the way, not all of them are human beings, so yeah, I'll be back. Not all of them are on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. 
just gonna hop around the universe. Yep. <laughs> Dude, oh so God. so I heard on another podcast recently that the uh, guitarist for Periphery, Kyle, you know who Periphery is, right? I believe so. Okay. You really need to check them out if you like metalcore. They're probably one of the most talented bands in metalcore right now. Metalcore. One of my favorites. Metalcore. Um, so for those of you that don't know, they just released Hail Stan, which I think is fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're, it's, I think it's their fifth album, their fifth full-length album. Which, by full length, I mean it's over an hour long. Um, Holy shit! Guys, they have one song that's like twenty something minutes long. They're and I'm not kidding. Like they're Wait, they how take progress. Like an hour. I'm gonna find this out really quick. Hold on. Well, if it, if one of the songs is twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the first song is like twenty something minutes long. Oh my god! <laughs> Doing some on the. On the on the job research right here. It's like uh, it's like that one Infant Annihilator song that was like eight or nine or no, it was like sixteen minutes. Well, with Infant Annihilator, you got to keep in mind that most grindcore songs hmm. are like two minutes long. Yeah, I know. If that, I know. You can listen to their entire EP in fifteen minutes. Yeah. Doesn't you can you, it, and this is why a lot of those fans want more bands like them because yeah. they can't seem to release content that isn't no no i can't write hail sam without trying to write hail satan uh. <laughs> well i have something for you pat that i think you're gonna love uh, in, in okay okay i misspoke <laughs> it was 16 it was 16 minutes long that first song okay but it's an hour and three minutes long the whole album holy fuck now what i was trying to get at when i started talking about periphery is that they think they've already peaked. They've okay. come out and publicly said they don't think that their career is going to get any better than where it is now. Oh, okay. So did Slipknot in 1998. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Man. Wow. They said the same shit. Two decades I mean, later, you're not, look where they're sitting now. <laughs> you're not wrong, but... Well, you didn't have to say it out loud. <laughs> it's okay, Kyle. Some people don't like Slipknot. Some people aren't... <laughs> not Whoa. everybody can be like Whoa, me. Whoa, Kyle. Whoa, Kyle, calm down. <laughs> I love on, it. You didn't have Kyle, to hold say on. it. I got you. Oh, no. Cheat for... Here you go. Calm down. Have a beer. I I got a wine cooler in my bedroom now. You know what's you know what's terrible? You have a beer I, in front of you, don't you? Shut your mouth. <laughs> oh my god, you do. <laughs> I forgot to, I forgot to drink it last night. <laughs> no. No. What is it, piss warm? <laughs> no. So, this is where Kyle's alcoholic journey starts. Very fast. <laughs> journey will start as death and... What the fuck did you say you were going to be? end up being Pat? Uh, a sex cult? leader of a sex, sex cult. cult. Right, so our journeys will start yeah. shortly. 
Uh, Kyle's the first to go. <laughs> so here's what's going to happen. You're going to show up to dispose of the soul, and I'm already going to be six deep. <laughs> <laughs> with a crowd of people in black cloaks just standing there with their little their little candles <laughs> watching me go. And I'm just going to be sitting there floating above you going, ah, you fucking idiot. And I'm just going to look up at you just like this. You ready? <laughs> Yo! And I'm just going to be like, really? I've seen so much worse. That's your creepy face. Come on now. All right. I got fucking a billion more souls to collect. I'll be back. <laughs> you finish. I'll be back. I love you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Where's this hand when I need him? <laughs> yeah, I could really use a killer hand job right yeah. now. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck oh off. my god! <laughs> it's to die for. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just go play in traffic. Oh. Oh, that I, is I, that I is like. Kill for that for that hand job. <laughs> I so... thought you were gonna say I would kill to see Kyle get hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. Not everyone is as suicidal as you. <laughs> But I think you unintentionally killed Matt. <laughs> I guess I'm next. <laughs> oh oh my fucking right. god. So I literally just found this while grazing through Loudwire. The Satanic Temple has officially been recognized as a religion oh, by fuck. the U.S. <laughs> oh, fuck. You don't know what you just opened up, man. You don't know what you just opened up. I can't wait. Oh, my God. All right. So this is what the article reads. Don't be surprised if you start seeing Satanic Temple events around the United States. as It has now officially been recognized as a religion by the government. The church posted a statement sharing the news on their website. In quotations, we are now pleased to announce for the very first time in history a satanic organization has been recognized by the United States federal government as being a church. The satanic temple recently received notes from the IRS affirming our status. This acknowledgement will help make sure the satanic temple has the same access to public spaces as other religious organizations, affirming our standing in court when battling religious discrimination, and enabling us to apply for faith-based government grants. Now, I just have to say, it's about fucking time. <laughs> And our weekly interruption <laughs> brought to you by Pat's phone. <laughs> All you heard was the buzz, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Because if it was you heard fucking loud. Because <laughs> for a second there, I thought it actually played outside of my speaker, and it goes. This is the sound of a thousand clapping asses. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, job is my ringtone. Don't fucking judge. All right. Mine's Chelsea Grin, so <laughs> damnation. Oh, that's... All right. So I, I used to love the interruptions of your phone going off in the middle of Walmart. <laughs> while we're all just sitting there counting. Oh, yeah. I used to love that Take shit. My show is <laughs> my, my, my favorite was the one time that me and Pat... Uh, me and Pat got in a hotel... We got our hotel room together, and fucking he's like... Here's my ringtone. I said, okay, cool. First time it goes off, I'm just like, whatever, don't care. Hits the snooze button. Oh. 
I didn't know. <laughs> Bro, I shit fucking bricks when it went off the second time. <laughs> when we, when me and Pat were roommates, that really didn't bother any of us. We just kind of just looked at each other. Well, just like... I didn't know that he hit the snooze button. Like, I knew that was his ringtone for the first time. So when I woke up, I was like, whatever, I don't care. It didn't fucking get to me at all. I didn't know he hit the snooze button. I thought he was just getting up and getting his shit done. And I was going to be in bed for the next fucking five minutes. Like you used to do. You used to wait till right. the last minute to style your hair before you went out the door. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. Also, I also had numb by Lincoln Lincoln Park, and I remember every time like it would go off in Walmart, all of us, not not just us three, were singing. Like literally, all of our coworkers were singing it. <laughs> yep. 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 One of these days right. we need to sit down. Oh. With, one of these days we need to sit down on the podcast. Stories from Regis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, Future. I wonder if our. All right. If any of the listeners are hearing this and they actually want to hear the story, because I'm not going to do it unless you actually come out and tell us. That you I wanna really want to do it though. <laughs> I, I think this would be a good podcast episode. So guys, just so we're a good aware, little side stories kind of deal. Regis was a company that the three of us used to work for. It's where all. It's where the three of us met. Uh, they do inventory for some of the biggest companies in the world: Walmart, Home Depot, Target, um, Target, Sears. Used to be Toys R Us. Um, yeah, I mean, fucking yeah. anywhere from like a mom and pop shop to fucking the biggest brands. Again, big, yeah, brand stores so in like, the world. Um, yeah, it's uh, us yeah. and specifically we used to do from February to October. We would do nothing but Walmart's three times a week, and we'd do the whole three to four in one day. Yeah, three to four. You can imagine the bullshit that went down while we were there. Oh, by the way, we also had to go to a hotel room just about every week for about three nights. That's specifically that because we were part of the travel team. Yeah, we, we were great. part of the travel team. We, we right. went to New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts. Pennsylvania a couple times. Pennsylvania. Um... Uh, Virginia. I went to Vermont on one occasion. Yeah, Vermont. Like I've been from, to Vermont. Ten minutes from the fucking U.S. Canada border. <laughs> Yo, that was that was a nice little area right there. It was so peaceful. Oh, I bet. I just me and Will just sat back. That was the first time me and Will sat back and actually smoked a blunt together. That was, that was a great. That was a great night. But I. Yeah, like, like, well, one of these podcast episodes, we'll uh, we'll talk about some stories that happened. Well, I and definitely I, want to steer away from from the RGIS <laughs> as much as I, possible. I do have stories that you probably you guys probably have not heard that I still have. So well, probably not. You were there for you were there for a whole year before me and Pat. Came I was there for three years. I was there for three no, years. Two. You were there for two years two, in total. Two and a half. Yes. Yeah, two and a half in total, and then you were there for about a year before I came along, and then it was a couple months afterwards Pat came along. Yep. That that was, it was something. <laughs> that job now, was something. It was something, all right. I want, I want to get back to what you said about the the Satanic Temple. Yeah. Because you you triggered something in me. I, right? I, when I, I first saw this article. To, that's why I brought it up. <laughs> no. I knew this would be a good me, discussion. Let me preface by saying, first of all, um, this has nothing to do with the music industry. Um, yeah. Second of all, I am not affiliated I with any satanic organization. Though, so. <laughs> that's, that's because a lot of uh, musicians actually are members of the Satanic Temple yeah. or the Church of Satan. And so there, anytime that there's anything going back and forth between the two of them, 
it winds up making news in the music industry because it winds up being musicians having their little tits back and forth. Um, right, but before, the thing before we go with, any further, because I know that you have. Keep in mind, this is a mix between dance music people and heavy music people. So I feel like this needs to be addressed before we go any further along. Mm -hmm. The difference between, I don't remember what the actual religion is called, where they praise Satan and then Satanism. I can actually clarify that for you. There Wait, is... You've done it before, um, me and Kyle. <laughs> there, what is considered under, it's all considered under the umbrella of theistic Satanism, where they believe in an actual uh, Satan entity um, that they praise to, that that's, that's their center of worship. Um, usually they don't believe in the sigil of Baphomet. They literally just think that Satan is their, we're here to serve him pretty much because we're of the earth. Mm -hmm. um, and so that, that their, Satan to them is their God and that Jehovah, God, whatever you want to call Yahusha. him. Yahusha. That is Yahusha, whatever. <laughs> that's your... Fucking James. That's your Satan. Way, story because... Right <laughs> no, no, we're not opening up Yahusha or Flat Earth. We're not opening that up. Dude, he's an episode in and of himself. <laughs> he's, a, he's a great person, great heart, but oh, seriously, yeah, but man, the things that this like, guy believes... Closed. Like there's, there's but no I have done some research on Flat Earth. I, I have, I have done some research on Flat Earth, and I understand the way that he thinks now. Um, but um, what were we, what were you uh, saying before we got all off on that weird ass tangent? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. You wanted me to right, specify. Were, were, yeah, I um, want to explain the difference between like. Satanism and there's like the religion there's a, a daymall tree which is uh or demon all tree i forget how to pronounce that one um but all of it is under the umbrella of theistic satanism whereas you have your organizations like the church of satan which are atheistic we don't believe in a satan entity it is more of a kind of we are the god of our own it's world. kind of like what's that we're the gods of our own world well, that ties into it a little bit. Um, sort of way? Yeah, it, it is hedonistic in the sense that you want to deify yourself. You want to be your own god. Um, but that's that just feeds more into taking pride in yourself, which obviously Satanists believe that they should enjoy all of the seven carnal sins, but balance them accordingly right. um, so as to not throw yourself off. Um, but... Um, the whole thing with the Satanic Temple is that first and foremost, they're a political organization. They are not a religious organization. These are your MTV fans as kids who said, who, who, who probably were worshipping Bam Margera and all his pentagrams that he used to have and thought that was edgy as shit. Grow up, alright? And they're like, oh, well, I've read the Satanic Bible. I've read a couple of Satanic books. Yeah. I'm a Satanist. <laughs> but then... But then we want to flip it. We want to redefine what Satanism is, and that's what the Satanic Temple is doing. Is there? They have their whole tenets is kind of like almost mirroring the Church of Satan's teachings. And now, and what I was trying to say before is, I'm not affiliated with any Satanic organization. I don't want to. I want to be independent because, to me, that is the best way to be a Satanist. Is to not tie yourself down to another organization that's just going to wind up doing what these guys do, which is a lot of bitching back and forth. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know. I, I view a lot of other Satanists as being like an angry book club. 
like a, a bunch of like geeky in incels, all right, sitting together in a room, like, hold on. Oh, we're gonna Here we go. show you how. Here we go. Here we go. There we go. This week, I want to bring up page 119 of the Shikang Temple, of the Shikang Bible, sorry. Um, we're going to talk about ritual, okay? <laughs> but I've got the Necronomicon right here, and uh, it says right on page 89 that ritual, blah, 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 blah. Like, these guys fucking argue back and forth so much that it just... You, it's no fun to be a Satanist with some, to be friends with certain certain Satanists. It's really, really, really hard to be friends with some of these people. <laughs> with with regards to the Satanic Temple, they're a specific type. They're they're those edgy teenagers that you see now who want to be Satanists that want to be Satanists to be edgy, and they right. they. The thing that I found out recently is that they are not actually considered a satanic organization by the IRS. They are considered a Christian organization. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> At least most Satanists that I know will tell you they're not trying to be inverted Christianity. Yeah. They're trying to be inverted... Um, <laughs> they're pretty much trying to flip things over yeah. and make them better. You know what I mean? And it, it just, it, that's how I wind up viewing the Satanic Temple most of the time. It's hard to take them seriously when a lot of what they do completely goes against any Satanic teaching that I've read. Yeah. I want to get away from this topic now. I really want to get away from this topic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I actually just scrolled through the article a little bit further. And uh, they actually have a visual between the Satanic Temple and the Church of Satan of, like, what each believes in. Oh, really? Yeah. From, yeah. So the Church of Satan was 1966, the Satanic Temple 2013. So, keep in mind, this looks like it was written on a fucking chalkboard, this visual, so... Oh, <laughs> no! It's a little difficult to read some of these words. Um, oh, God. Taken seriously by credible religious scholars as manifestation of modern Satanism. Check, check. Belief in an actual Satan. X, X. Belief in magic. X, check. Keep in mind, this is the Satanic Temple and then the Church of Satan. Second. Yeah. Right, so. Um... Foundational text. Uh, the Satanic Temple was vast literal, literary canon. The Church of Satan was the writings of Anton Lavey? Lavey? Lavey. Lavey, yeah. Political views. Fucking, how do you read this chalkboard shit when it's fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, give me a sec. <laughs> All right, political <laughs> views for the Satanic Temple. A non... Uh... Something <laughs> movement. He, he is really close to that fucking monitor. <laughs> oh my god! Bro, I can't, it's like, literally... 
this fucking small, and it, it's literally the visual as if it was written on a chalkboard. Oh Wait, you said it's on Loudwire, right? Yeah. Um, the article is called The Satanic Temple Has Officially Been Recognized as a Religion by the U.S. Um, alright, we're gonna skip over that part. Fights for secularism. Secularism. Whatever the fuck that means. Uh, the Satanic Secularism? Temple, probably. It's got to do with, uh, religious freedom. Okay. Yeah. So, the Satanic Temple, check. Church of Satan, X. Defends reproductive rights. Uh... Temple, check, church, X. Has a physical headquarters. Temple, check, church, X. Has uh, local chapters. Temple, check, uh, church, X. Uh, actively growing. Temple, check, church, X. Holds regular meetings. That's bullshit. Place. Temple, check, church, X. In the news talking wow. about Satanism, both are checks. In the news for their activities, civil liberties, campaigns, uh... Litigation, public events, um, temple, check, church, X, socially and politically active, temple, check, church, X, accepts donations, both X, membership fees, uh, the fuck? That's they both have really them. Confusing. They yeah. both have membership fees. They're both about $200 if you want to be a Satanist with a badge or with a little card. If you want to be a Satanist with a little card, you can for $200. Oh, okay. Uh, this way. <laughs> <laughs> this so the one way. with the numbers, and then the bottom below, like the zero marked out, is 15 for membership card. So is it nothing, or is it $15? <laughs> yeah, I think that's... it's $15 if you want a card. Cause Fair enough. Because they get, like, these little plaques mm -hmm. sometimes they, that they send out yeah, so that they can put it on the wall and show their moms and everything everybody that comes into the house put it on the fridge or something ah, okay i don't fucking know uh, i don't fucking yeah. know and then the church has a 250 dollar membership fee holy fuck um that's a word <laughs> <laughs> that's a you want to show it to us <laughs> oh my god trying to Angle camera backwards. So, uh, this thing right here. Whoa. I just see the I can't X. see it. I see the checks and X's. Keep going. A little more. Little more. Ah. To the left. Mo move it to the left. <laughs> authoritarian? Yeah, authoritarian. This? This. Oh, that? I don't see Keep what moving. you're pointing yeah, we, at. We, Apple we, map? We, Keep going left. You're killing me. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the Baphomet monument? Yes. That's what Oh my works. fucking god. Oh my god. First of all, the Baphomet monument is supposed to be androgynous. It's And what the fuck are children doing around Baphomet? That completely yeah. has nothing to do with Baphomet. Alright. Yeah. Anyway, so Baphomet Monument, Temple, Czech, Church, X, After School Satan Clubs. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a thing. I was not expecting right. that. Okay, I was, I was not expecting that. Up. You want to know what that is about? I would love. You want to know what that's about? That's about um, basically they're after-school programs for kids to learn about different world religions. It has nothing to do with Satanism. 
It has to do with learning about different types of religion throughout the world, which I think is a great idea. Yeah. But what the fuck does that have to do with Satanism? It does. They don't. You don't have to have your hands in that. Yeah. You can just like you don't have to call it something edgy like after school Satan. I don't think that that has any purpose. <laughs> I don't know. I think that that's just you trying to keep it edgy and yeah. I don't Jack know. X. Authoritarian. That authoritarian now authoritarian. authoritarian now the thing is is that the church of satan is a pretty big is is, is tiny writing pretty supportive of the the church of satan is really supportive of the government and a lot of endeavors and they do believe in a more authoritarian uh government structure but that's just the people who run the church of satan not all of their members actually believe that yeah right okay Televised what? Can we take a little break? Because I got to poop. Sure. <laughs> take that back. Your weekly you... interruption is brought to you by the toilet in Pat's apartment. Was your shit enjoyable? It was. It was glorious. Was was it as glorious? Like five minute breaks we used to take at Regis when we took a shit. (laughs) No, that was ten minutes. I was gonna say those were five minutes. Those were fucking ten minutes. They were for me at least because I was shitting about my fucking numbers. Like fuck, they're going down. They're going down. Go go down. Come on, come on, penis, hurry up. (laughs) It's going hard. Crying in the toilet. More like falling asleep. More like falling asleep on the toilet. Yeah. I've done that. And so will no, I. No, the, the, when we did night stuff. I never stuff, did it at Regis, but I've done it like at my house. I've. Uh, we were doing a night shift over at like the Albany Sears or whatever the fuck it was, and like I fell asleep and I farted and woke myself up. <laughs> it scared the hell out of me. Oh man. I don't know how long I'm particular... thinking of stories that we need to tell, and, like, the list is just already huge within, like, 20 minutes of talking about it. <laughs> what I will say about my shit just now was that it was the kind of thing where, like, I put off my morning shit, and it showed because I destroyed that toilet. <laughs> the lesson here is if you are the kind of person who takes a shit first thing in the morning or at a specific time in the morning... Don't put it off. <laughs> Don't put it off. Don't have to Because it'll hurt a little bit. Did <laughs> <laughs> you get a fucking hernia? <laughs> no, it just came out so fast. <laughs> it was like I dropped a bomb, like a, a, like a fucking nuke on Hiroshima. <laughs> Right. Uh, you guys are so disappointed this, in me. This, if we could rate this this podcast using movie ratings, it was a hundred percent be rated R. <laughs> yeah. Your discretion is yeah. advised. You may be offended. You may you might be want offended. to start putting that in the beginning. Anyway, uh, we were talking about satanic church and whatnot and temple. 
and differences. Um, which there's a lot of fucking differences, goddamn. <laughs> I wasn't kidding. I wasn't kidding at all yeah. when I said that they are basically... The Satanic Temple, in a lot of ways, is an inversion of the Church of Satan's teachings. Um, what you will find if you look into both organizations is that, for, for, for first and foremost, the Church of Satan actually codified Satanism as a religion in 1966. Um, Anton LaVey wasn't really—that wasn't what his life work was supposed to be because he was a carny. He— yeah. Long story short, it was proposed to him by a lawyer, and then he started it, and then just it became a thing. He didn't expect it to become a thing, but then it became a thing, and it was kind of like a, it was in um, retaliation to the 60s hippie movement. And then, and so that shows why you have a lot of authoritarian views, a lot of uh, pro um, patriotic views in Satanism as far as what is taught by Anton LaVey. Um, and even going back to reading, like I will agree with the Satanic Temple when they say that some of his work is outdated now because we're talking about what was considered edgy and shocking <clears throat> during the late '60s, early '70s, oh, yeah. trickling into the trickling into the Satanic Panic, which was going on during the '80s and '90s. So, obviously, we are pretty far from a Satanic Panic now, where it's literally being shoved down your throat by these the TST, which is borderline um, evangelical. They literally just want everybody to be a, a Satanist, and it's almost like communist in the sense that, like, they're just so into community, and, like, I like what they're doing. I just don't think that it has to be satanic. That's, yeah. that's my thoughts. Yeah. There's, I don't know. Did you have anything else in the article that you were pointing at about the differences you wanted to talk about? Um, there was only, like, two more, uh, both of which are fucking tiny-ass writing on a chalkboard. Um. Believes men who prefer blue cheese dressing must be homosexually inclined because the odor is reminiscent of a locker full of well-worn jockstraps. Oh, oh, okay. Temple X Church Check. Topic of a major documentary doubt modern Satanism being released by Magnolia Pictures in 2019. Temple Check Church X. And then that's where the article Okay. Is. I'm convinced at this point that the person that wrote that article is pro-Satanic Temple. Because... Why else would they go out of their way to say, here's what the Satanic Temple has done that the Church of Satan hasn't done? Because that's pretty much what everything that you just listed is. He's still playing golf. No. no. <laughs> yeah, you are. No. I don't know what you're talking about. Yo, so, apparently in New York City, do you guys know the band Allegiant? No. Uh, uh, yes. Awesome death metal band. They just dropped a pretty sick album not too long ago. But apparently, on April 18th, there was an article released by Metal Sucks where there's actual video footage of two of their members playing 
their music on a subway. I love it. They're just they're just fucking going ham on a subway with a bunch of randos in the New York City subway. That's funny. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I wonder if it was the same ones who were playing in like the actual like waiting area in the subway because it might have because there was I did see footage of that but I don't know if that was the same two guys. Yeah, I have no idea. But Dude, that he's fucking hilarious. He's wearing a full of hell shirt. Full of hell is a great band. Doesn't sound like it. That's a terrible band name. Full of hell. <laughs> I am chock full of hell. You know what? I'm going to create a coffee company. It's going to be called Chock Full of Hell. <laughs> All right, guys. Is that is that everything? I think that's everything. I would say that's everything. All right, folks. Um, as we wrap things up, I want to plug that we have our Spotify playlist going. You just type in the new music podcast and you'll find our playlist. You can add, but please, please be be nice. Don't remove our songs. That would Don't be great. Remove, please. And please. if you want to get in contact with us, as usual, we're just three regular jackoffs from upstate New York. You can find us on Facebook. Um, I am Patrick Teal on Facebook and on Twitter. My Instagram is Caffeine Hated. Um, what about you guys? Uh, so you can find me on Facebook, uh, Matthew Lejeune, also on Instagram as well. Uh, that is spelled M A T H E W L E J E U N E. No, we oui, oui. know how to spell my last name. Wee um, wee. Oui, oui. <laughs> wait wait. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> now would be the perfect time for a glass to just like raise a glass of wine. My my French coming out. Oh, oh here. Wee wee. Wee wee. Wee wee. Wee wee. Wee wee. This this Red Bull 2019 has a very potent odor. Potent odor. Mm. Nailed it. Um, and then you can find me on Twitter also, Matthew Lejeune. Oh, boy. Uh, Kyle, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me, you know, in my house, usually <laughs> drunk. <laughs> I'm sorry, Andrew. Dude, you need to start, like, 20, you need to start, like, 24-7 live streaming your drunk activities. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And you need to do it for like eight years straight. (laughs) That'll be my new His electric bill would literally go through the roof. I think it'd be fine. It'd be fine. As long as I don't have the heat on, I'll be fine. (laughs) So the winters are going to suck. Oh, yeah. Winters are going to fucking suck. But, um, oh my God. Can you imagine that was my whole Twitch? <laughs> oh yeah, plug your Twitch. Plug your Twitch. <laughs> Alright, so you can find me on Facebook, Kyle Mosier. It's your the way you spell Mosier is pretty much just Mosh and then er. just add E R at the end. Mosh. Er. I'm a Mosher. I fucking hate those jokes. <laughs> I hate those jokes so much. But you, see yeah, you can find bro. me. Yes, yeah, you the fucking pit, pussy. <laughs> I instantly thought of H-E-D-P-E, that one fucking song. Like, I'll find you in the pit, motherfucker. It was like, it was something stupid. 
You can get on my shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I see you in the mosh pit. Ralph in the mosh pit. Throw your hands up. He's so he's so imitatable because it's so easy. When the move hands up, the hands down. All right. So anyway, you can also find me on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, Moshis Bruh, which is uh, pretty much Mosh, at I-S-B-R-U-H. And my my Twitch, you can come find me on Twitch. I do it every time after we record each episode of the new music podcast, which is Mondays. Mondays. Uh, I, I pretty much stream almost every single day. Usually on the weekdays, other than Monday and Tuesday, I'll be doing it at at least two o'clock. I'll be streaming two o'clock, and then on Mondays and Tuesdays I'll be streaming in the morning. But it's the same thing as my Twitter, but instead of the bruh is bruh. So it's Moshes B R A H Moshes bruh. Bruh. Uh, one last thing I want to plug in for for the people out there who are gaming nerds. Uh, I do. I also do a podcast with uh, the founder of VGA. Uh, He's cheating on us. See, it's a, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of cheating on everybody. Um, so he's he's Polly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a lot of shit going on. All right, I'm fucking everywhere. Um, that will be. Uh, we haven't. Re- the first episode is still in the works of the editing. Uh, the second episode will be recorded very shortly. But uh, when that is up, you will find us. For that podcast, it is hosted by myself and the founder of VGA. Uh, you find that VGA podcast uh, wherever podcasts are available. So great job! All right, ten. So that wraps things up. That yeah, does. I think so. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Right, we'll see you guys next week for episode four. Oh. oh, one one last thing. Add, get into our Facebook group, New Music Podcast Facebook group. Oh, yeah, Facebook. We share. When the episodes are out, they go straight to the group, and we try to talk about as much as what we talk about in the podcast in the group. All right. Cool, cool. See you later, guys. We'll see you guys later. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.